So Gemma, welcome to Artsmen, our very first Thank guest you. of the year. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, a pleasure. And um, and yeah, this is really is a series of firsts. So this is your first uh, solo exhibition, Angry Girls Club. Yes, it so is. So how how do you feel that's gone? Um, putting together your very first one. Oh, it's been a stressful experience. I've been working very hard over the last month or so. Um, had a lot to do, but um, the opening night was on Friday. And so I kind of feel like there was a bit of a culmination and a, and a climax, and now it feels really good to have that over with. Um, the exhibition is still going until the 18th or so, but all of my part is done now, and now it's just time for other people to go and see what I've done and hopefully enjoy it. It's, it's just time to release it and to see what other yeah, people think. And yeah, is that put like, it out, yeah. What, what, is, what is that like? Like, is it, is it freeing? Is it scary? To... It's, yeah, it's both. Um, mm. it's, it's freeing that I have finished it and it's just out in the world now, um, but it's also kind of stressful having inviting people into the space and seeing what they think of it. Like it's always it's always a strange feeling when you put something new out. I always go through a period of intense self doubt where I hate everything that I've done and I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. But then right at the end, I kind of come back and I'm like, no, it's it's okay. So the, the opening night went really well. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with yeah. Congratulations. Happy with it Thanks. <laughs> Uh, just a bit of a question for you here. Uh, regards to your audience, obviously um, you make work for women and girls and anyone who identifies as non-male, yep. um, which personally I find really inspiring. But uh, if a 14-year-old Gemma was coming to your exhibition, what would you want her to feel or think or take away from it? Oh, my gosh. Mm. Um, wow, 14-year-old me, I don't really even want to think about her. <laughs> I think, um, 15, 16, <laughs> How far do we have to go? <laughs> I, think, I think that I'd want her to come in and just feel like it was a safe space where she could be who she wants to be. Um, she could ignore all of the pressures of society and what they expect her to grow up to be. Um, to realise that there are alternative ways of expressing yourself, expressing your gender identity or just your general identity, um, and just to take away some kind of sense of empowerment. And, yeah, just the idea of it's kind of like a sanctuary away from all of those pressures and a little space where you can be yourself and just enjoy your life and express yourself freely. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrific. Um, and the setup is, it is a girl's bedroom, isn't yes, it? Yeah. So linking into those themes of sanctuary, how closely does it resemble your room? Or? Um, it does not resemble my real room at all, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but um, it's kind of more of what my ideal bedroom would be like. Um, I shared a bedroom with my sister up until the age of 16, so I never really had the proper personal sanctuary to myself. And so I guess this is a kind of an exploration of that where I just made my kind of dream bedroom that I would want to live in. Um, but... Once the exhibition's over, I'm going to take the bed home and take as many bits and pieces as I can <laughs> home and make my bedroom like that. <laughs> wow. So h how important do you think it is um, to have that space as, as, um, as a girl who's growing up or, or just as a teenager in general? I think it's really important. I feel like it's really important to have a space where you can just be your true self. Like, I feel like I am in love with the idea of just girls dancing in their bedroom and just doing exactly what they want to be feeling like they're exactly who they want to be and can express themselves any way they want. Like, I am just really inspired by just girls making art in their bedrooms and DIY culture and just the idea of the purity of the art that can come from deep within yourself when you're in, like, a safe place like a bedroom and you can just pour out everything that's inside you. Like, I'm really in love with that idea and that's kind of what I wanted to capture. And is that how you work? Do you 
do you work in your bedroom now? I don't. No, <laughs> not anymore. No, I, had, I I got myself a little studio in Northcote that I I go to pretty much every day, so that I've got a, a proper space to to work. But I have a little couch in there, and sometimes I do take naps. So it's kind of a little bedroom <laughs> away from home for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and um, making art for you is it because I know for some artists it's it's quite a social thing, like they do it around other artists and, and in a group. But for you, are you, are you by yourself, or is it a mixture? Um, mostly by myself. When I'm doing my personal work, I do tend to kind of shut myself away in the studio and not really want to talk to anybody and just focus on that. But I have done collaborative work in the past. I was a member of a group called Joining Forces. Um, and do you know the Melbourne Art Trams project? Oh, yes. Where they wrap the art. Yeah. We, were, we were on there the first year, and so we were a collective of six people, and we, just, we used to do collaborative drawing where we would draw in and around and on top of each other's drawings. So that was, that was a really interesting way to work and really rewarding. But for my personal stuff, it's just, it's just me in a little room by myself, pouring out my insights. <laughs> <laughs> So is that how it's been for um for Angry Girls Club? Well, it being a solo exhibition, it's been yeah, that. it has yeah, definitely yeah, just me. I have had some great help from some some friends who have made me pom poms and helped me out with with a lot of that kind of thing, which has been really great as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, well, yeah, of course we're, we're going to keep talking to you, Janet. Um, but you're listening to the very first show of 2016 for Arts Mitten on Sin Nation. We're in the studio with um, artist, zine maker Gemma Flack. <gasps> <laughs> How's it going? Um, let's jump into something a bit of a change of pace. We're talking about um, your upcoming, so- or your current solo exhibition, um, Angry Girls Club, but you also make zines as well. And I found one. It's called It Doesn't Have to Be Perfect, It Just Has to Exist. Yep. And that title really hit a chord with me. I just wanted to know where that came from. Yeah, so um, I made that zine in, I think it was June last year, and I'd been going through a a strange creative period where I hadn't been making much stuff, was feeling really uninspired, hadn't done anything for a few weeks, and I was just like, I really need to kick kick start myself and just make something. And I was just thinking, whatever I make, it doesn't have to be the best thing in the world, I just have to make it, I just have to make it exist. And so I set myself a challenge of making a zine in a week, Um, and trying to do a page or a couple of pages a day and just try to finish something and get it done. And um, it turned out I was really happy with it, actually, (laughs) after the the end. Like, I I got really inspired by going outside and picking bits of nature and just thinking about the creative process, thinking about existence in general. Um, And so I thought that that title fit really well it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to exist you just have whatever you do or whatever you make or whatever you be you don't have to be perfect you just gotta just gotta do it you just gotta do what you what your heart wants so that's what that was about <laughs> yeah. wow so I guess has it taken a lot for you to um, get to that point of trusting yourself and, and really believing that that it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to exist yeah I think so I've, I guess I've always been a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to making things and I yeah. I still am a little bit but I try I try way harder to enjoy the process of making um, enjoy that for what it is and um, just working without pressure that's one thing that I really like about zines is that they don't have to be they don't have to be perfect they don't have to be amazing they don't have to be well made at all they, they can be anything um, but as long as they kind of come from the heart um, then, then that's just really important 
to to make so I try and approach a lot of things in the in the zen spirit these days <laughs> <laughs> fantastic and and do you think um m- maybe if you don't see perfection in your in your own work maybe your your audience might with their fresh eyes and with their possibly yeah. I don't know if if perfection is what I'm aiming for mm, I feel like what I I really want them to see part of me just like an honest part of me and I'm not perfect, so they hopefully wouldn't see perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Something special, more like. Or, yeah, 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 I think that fits, yeah. <laughs> just for our audience, how would you describe a zine? What is a zine? Um, so the way I usually describe a zine is that it is... Um, something that is independently published, made by one person or a small group of people and made for love rather than profit. So it could be anything from poetry to art or just personal stories or music about punk bands. Like zines originally started as fanzines for you know people to express their love for, for music and it's kind of evolved into a massive thing from there. Zines can just really be about anything as long as you're passionate about it and you want to write something or draw something about it and you just want it to make, make it exist in physical paper form, then that, that can be a zine. <laughs> cool. Uh, how can um, people get involved in this uh, zine culture? Um, so I volunteer at Sticky Institute, which is a little zine shop um, underneath Flinders Street Subway. Um, we Every year we host the annual zine fair, the Festival of the Photocopier, um, and that's coming up next Sunday, the 14th of February. Um, it's at the Town Hall in Melbourne. Um, so you can come along that afternoon and we have heaps and heaps of stalls of zine makers that will be there selling their zines and comics. Um, so you can just come along, have a little look, pick some zines up. There'll be lots of free zines as well as just really cheap zines. Um, so you can just come along, have a look, get involved. You can come into Sticky Institute and say hi. <laughs> there is a little, there, I guess there is a bit of a culture of kind of being people being intimidated by zines because they're seen as kind of cool. But um, I feel like all of the people zine people that I know and love are all just total dorks and they just love <laughs> just love making stuff. They're just beautiful people, so please don't be afraid to come along to the Zine Fair or come into Sticky Institute, because we're all really nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantastic. Um, may, yeah, may, maybe um, one, one last question. Um, I, I know that it did, did take you uh, quite a while to realise that um, art was something you could do like as a, as a living, as a, yeah. as a career, yeah. um, and that's not necessarily something that you're told when you see a careers counsellor at school. Definitely. So yeah. was, is that something that you um, had to learn for yourself, or was there...? Yeah, that's something I feel very strongly about because whenever I was going through school or college I always felt like you had to have a backup option like aspiring to be an artist just wasn't good enough you had to have some skills to fall back on on some other plan b to do um and for a long time I felt like I really all I wanted to do was art but the only way I could do that was to be an illustrator and take on kind of commissions and work for magazines and be doing what other people wanted me to draw so I tried to do that for a really long time but I just wasn't very good at it. I didn't really enjoy it. And the more I did it, the more I thought, I don't want to be an illustrator. I want to be an artist. And I want to make um, what comes out of me. Um, and I'm incredibly fortunate that I now have a larger audience and I'm able to make a living off just kind of selling my prints of my work and my zines through my Etsy store. Um, so I feel really lucky about that. It's taken a lot of perseverance and a lot of... Um, I guess rethinking rethinking the ways that you can exist in the world in order to be able to make a living off art and making compromises and that kind of thing. But if you love it and you really want to do it, then my advice is just to go for it, work as hard as you can, and um, don't let anybody put you off what your dreams are. 
Yeah, Fantastic. <laughs> so, um, oh, of course, before we let you go, we, yeah. we, want, we do want you to contribute the very <laughs> first guest sentence <laughs> to our exquisite corpse game. Okay. So, um, so M- Michaela and I have come up with the very first sentence ourselves, okay. and it is, okay. Sarah didn't know what to expect when she walked in. <laughs> um, how much? Uh, do you want just one sentence? Sure, yeah, one sentence. She... <laughs> She glanced around the room and noticed a bizarrely shaped triangle mound in the corner. Wow. Terrific. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's going to give our next guest so much to work from. Cool. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, Gemma, so, so yeah, so um, your, your exhibition, uh, Angry's, Angry Girls Club, um, it'll be so it's now at, well, it well, opened on Friday, so it's now at um, the Off the Curb Gallery in Collingwood, um, yep. 66B Johnson Street. And it's um, it's there until the Thursday, the 18th of February, is Yeah, it? until the 18th of February. And mm. the gallery is open Thursday to Sunday during the day and early evening. Right. Yep. Well, yeah, thank, um, thank you for that. And Great. thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. <laughs> and for being the very first guest to produce <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Exquisite Corpse. And yeah, best of luck with the rest of the exhibition. Thank you.